You gotta check on your ties. You got a rough road ahead. And when you are weary from your journey, God will put you to bed. You've got to check on your brakes and stop your wicked ways. A man is born of a woman, it's only of a few days. You've got to check on your lights and see your own faults. Stop while you can see them, children, or your soul will be lost. You got to check on your generator. You need more strength and power. You can't do nothing without the man. You need him every hour. Christians, oh Christians, press on your starters and start your automobile. Put it in first This is Bill Mix, and welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I'm Robbie's. Uh, assistant the first saturday of the month his sidekick and robbie's on vacation we're hoping he has a wonderful time seeing his family today i really need your help uh here doing this today you know it's a call-in show and we could greatly use you your phone calls in to 866-348-7884 866-348-7884 we'll be talking about family road trips and you know my favorite trips are hiking venues where do you take your family to have fun um we're going to talk about community service uh i get the privilege of driving a truck for crisis control ministry we've got our dixie classic fair which is the second largest fair in north carolina here this um week and on the 9th, we collect food for families for crisis control, and if you bring food with you, you get in free. Uh, we'll be talking about um, our local friendly auto parts store. There are a lot of us that you just don't want to turn loose on a car with a screwdriver, but I've found over the years that if you had a good friend at a um, auto parts store, that they could do an awful lot for you and make your life easier and less expensive. And Charlie Shepard's here with me this morning. Uh, Charlie's a longtime manager with AutoZone and a good friend of mine from church. Charlie, say hello to everybody. Hey, Bill. It's great to be here with you today. Tell us a little bit about your experience with AutoZone. I've been with them for about 20 years. Um, Have uh, managed seven different locations, have helped a lot of different customers, have uh, trained a lot of employees how to help the customer. And uh, our main thing is uh, customer satisfaction guaranteed. So we will do our best to help you out and get you on the right path with your vehicle. So once again, the call-in number is 866-348-7884. And if you have a humorous story about uh, getting your car fixed, or if you've got a story about how a um, auto parts stores come to your rescue. I know it's, uh, we've had a number of them come to my family's rescue over the years. Uh, if you have a wonderful trip that you and your family have taken, we'd love for you to call in and talk about that, particularly if you put on hiking boots when you were doing it. Um, the Dixie Classic Fair, if uh, you've been to it, did you go to the opening day yesterday or if you plan to come, we'd love for you to share a little bit about that. Uh, crisis control ministry is a wonderful ministry in our area it is uh, helps thousands of people and one of the things it does is it provides food for needy families and if you're planning on taking some food to help crisis control ministry we'd love to hear about you Um, charlie what are some of the things that somebody can do that a auto parts store can help them with that they might not think about 
Well, the first thing is a check engine light. We can check engine lights for a 96 or newer vehicle. It's called an OBD2 scan. Uh, it'll tell you different things. It'll give you an idea of my, what's wrong with your car. It may not give you the final solution, but it'll give you possibilities where you have a, can narrow it down where uh, it'll give you like if it's an emissions issue. Sometimes it's just as simple as a sensor being unplugged. I had that situation yesterday where somebody had their car worked on and the mechanic didn't plug something back in. So it was given a reading that the part was defective, but actually it was just not plugged up. You know, I had some problems with my car one time, and it kept getting worse and worse. You know, I always thought when that red check engine light came on that it would start beeping or flashing when it really got serious. But in this case, the car stopped. And I ended up calling a tow truck, and when the tow truck got there, he checked, and all I needed to do was to tighten the daggum gas cap. Hmm. Yes, that does occur quite often, especially if you don't let it click when you fill your tank up. You need to have at least a couple clicks. Now, would that something that would have showed up on that free check if they'd have plugged it into your, your gizmo? Yeah, usually that's a, a warning number 420, PO0420, which I've checked a lot of engine lights, so I can remember the more common ones. You know, I had a, we got a, a new fancy car that um, you, you got a key fob and you, you push the button and it starts it. So, you know, in the old days, you'd give a car a little bit of gas, mm-hmm. and then you'd turn the key. Well, I don't ever think about touching the gas pedal with the – so I was having trouble starting my car. I did everything I could think of, and I called the tow truck out. When the tow truck got there, all he did was step on the daggum gas pedal twice. Well, you have to step on the brake, too, to start a push-button car. <laughs> so in some situations, you'll see uh, where um, it'll, it won't start – but it'll be something simple like that, yeah. Yeah, it just uh, amazes me. Remember a few times taking my car into a, a garage, mm-hmm. and they started talking about how much they were going to charge me just to hook it up to their blank, blank machine mm-hmm. before they'd even start working on it. And then I found out I could just run it up to the auto parts place, and they'd do the exact same thing free. And then mm-hmm. when I went in to talk to the mechanic, I sounded a little bit more intelligent. And it really made things go a lot quicker. And it'll keep you also from being taken advantage of by a mechanic, possibly, if you do have an idea of what it could be. But, I mean, it doesn't say for sure that'll fix your car, but it does give you, like, an area of the car to look forward. Now, you know, I always wondered about those people that changed their own oil. I thought they just had to be complete geniuses. Uh, Then I always wondered what in the world you did with the oil after you changed it. What did you do with the old stuff? And I was amazed to find out that if I changed my own oil, I could bring the oil and the oil filter to you, and you would dispose it without charging me a fee? That's correct. We'll dispose of oil, brake fluid, transmission fluid. It's all petroleum-based products, so it can all be mixed in the same uh, container. Plus, we do have a separate can where you can put your oil filters in it. And we even uh, will process batteries and get rid of those for you. Uh, and we do do a, uh, an in-house credit on a car battery. If you want to get, if you have extra car batteries laying around, we will give you a, I believe it's a $15 merchandise card to spend in our store if you come and recycle your batteries as well. Now, I used to buy my battery from my local mechanic, and I thought that was a really smart thing to do. And then, you know, that stupid car quit working when I was out of town. So I had this battery that I could have gotten a little bit of refund on, but I was out of town, and it dawned on me maybe it was a little smarter to buy that battery from a national chain 
And then I'd take a marker, I'd put a big piece of tape on it, and I'd mark on it where I bought it and when I bought it. And I know there have been numerous times when I've had trouble where uh, I took the car back to the same auto parts store that I bought the battery, and they were able to hook it up. And one time they were able to recharge the daggum car battery, and one time they were able to tell me it needed to be fixed and would change it out. It didn't cost me anything to get the new battery. But... um, I don't understand how I can have some place to go and I drive the car up and park it at the drugstore, walk in. When I come back out, the blank, blank car won't start. In just the time it took me to walk in and get a prescription and walk back out, the battery died. Well, if the if the, if the alternator is not recharging the battery properly, it could be that. But sometimes it's just the cell's bad in it. It'll build up a charge overnight when you let your car sit. But when you uh, drive it, you're discharging the battery. So when you turn it off, there's nothing left inside the battery. So in that case, luckily, I was close enough to walk home, got the other car, got it jumped, and drove the car back down to the auto parts store. I'd bought the battery from the year before, and they stuck a new battery in. I just, you know, was thinking, otherwise I'd have to have had it towed to the shop. And then that Lord knows what that was going to cost. Uh, most batteries will last anywhere from three to four to five years in most cases. So Now, I heard a rumor that in some cases there's three different grades of the same battery, but it's really the same battery. It just has a different warranty so that there really isn't much difference in its life expectancy, but you're paying more so that they know they're going to have to sell you another one. Well, top-of-the-line battery like our Duralast Gold has four cells in it and has more cranking amps. And the Duralast has like three cells in it with less cranking amps, but you get an extra year free replacement with the gold over the Duralast. See, there's a great example of why I need somebody at Auto Parts because I have absolutely no idea what you said. When I go in, I say, if I was your brother, which battery would you sell me? And then I ask him, do you like your brother or not? (laughs) But it's good to have somebody that knows what they're talking about and help you make good choices on things like that. You know, the other thing is if I take it to the, well, we'll be back in just a minute. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to the Christian Car Guy Show. This is Bill Nixon. I'm sitting in for Robbie. I'm his first Saturday of the week sidekick. Uh, it's a call-in show. We'd love for you to call in and share with us a, a fun story or a helpful story about your local auto parts store. We'd love to hear you call in and talk about one of your family trips. Uh, if you've done anything or plan to do with the Dixie Classic Fair, we'd love to hear from you. Our call-in number is 866-348-7884, 866-348-7884. And I've got Charlie with me. Charlie's a good friend of mine, and he's been an auto parts manager for many years. And he was just talking about some interesting situations that have come up at work. Charlie? Charlie? 
Yes, uh, we've had a few times where I've helped customers, and uh, one, the fir- when I first started with the company, I had a person call me in, call in and said he had a uh, blue sh- a blue truck, and I said, "Well, what kind of blue truck?" And he said, uh, "What does that matter?" I said, "Chevy, Dodge, you know, Ford." He said, "No, it's just a blue truck." And I said, "Well, I can't help you if you don't tell me what kind of truck it is." Well, fine, I'll go somewhere else. He hung up on me. I, I they ask me things about my car. Yeah, yeah I just. Uh, all I can do is give them the VIN. You're going to have to look it up. It, it, yeah. It does amaze me how people don't know what size engine they have. And but I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I know where the key goes. Yeah. When, when, when I quit having to put a key in a car, that confused me greatly for a while. Right. But um, I, I just don't keep up with that stuff. It's right. nice to have the right information when you call. Can you figure out most things about a car with a vehicle ID number? Uh, most of them we can. We can punch in the VIN code. It'll tell us you're making model, even engine size. But in some cases, you still have to have more information, like measuring your rotors or your drums. Uh, but that information will be pulled up when we do look up your vehicle. Now, Robbie gives me a hard time because I'm going to go pay somebody to change my oil. I just don't want to drive it up on some cinder blocks and crawl underneath it and figure out which one of those hoses I'm supposed to undo. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but when I go to one of those shops to get my oil changed, they'll come out and want to sell me windshield wipers. And I start thinking, yeah, you want to charge me about four times more than seems reasonable. And then I found out I could go to my my local friendly body shop part place and get a little bit of advice out of the 412 different windshield wipers they make which type i should choose and i understand you'd even put it on for me oh yes we'll do that uh most of them are j-hook which is very easy to do most of those are done i can get within a couple minutes they're done uh they do have some pinch type ones that come on uh just depends on the vehicle but almost probably 95 percent of the vehicles we can change pretty quickly and instead of paying them $6 to put in a half a cup of antifreeze or to pay them $12 to put in some brake fluid, I can buy those things from you and put them in myself? Yeah, or we can put them in in some cases. Uh, we do like to check the fluids before because some people don't check their fluids correctly. They put the stick in there and wipe it off and don't put it back in and check it a second time. And you do need to be in a level service when you do check your oil. So if I wanted to, I knew I needed some anti, um, some windshield wiper fluid, mm-hmm. I could come in and have you check all my fluids and show mm-hmm. me what you were doing, yep. and then I could buy a gallon, and you could put in the half gallon I needed, and I could take the other half gallon home with me, Yep. and you could check and see that I had the right amount of fluid in my other other reservoirs and give me a, a, a little how-to it at no additional cost. Correct. Well, I tell you, there, there's certainly times when it would be helpful to be able to do those things on my own. We can also explain to you what's going on with your car in most cases. Uh, we do have product knowledge tests that we take, that we have new employees take, that do discuss all the different parts of the car, all the different, like the braking system, the charging system, um, and the fluids, and what kind of fluids you need for your vehicle. And some cases, on brake fluid, for instance, some cars are dot three, some are dot four. Uh, the newer cars are more dot four because it has a higher higher boiling point in the brake fluid. Well, how about the oil? I understand that there's regular oil and there's synthetic oil, and you break a federal law and get shot if you put the wrong one well, in. How it, does that work? Uh, on newer cars, especially 16s and newer, that's mostly all synthetic oil now. Uh, thinner oil, usually 020, sometimes 040. Uh, Mercedes definitely all synthetic. All the newer Hondas and Toyotas and, and Nissans are all synthetic oil now. now. I would think you're about half the cost of oil than the 
where I put buy my gas, mm-hmm. and you'd actually put it in for me. Where we can add oil, we don't change oil there, right. but, but okay. we do. We can add it if you're low. Yeah, so I just got to make sure I got a knowledgeable person selling me the right type of oil to add to what I've got. We can look it up. Most cases, if not, it's usually located on your cap of your car. Okay, um, tires. Yeah, you know, what. what I don't understand the amount of air pressure. There's sometimes you need a little bit more, and sometimes you need a little bit less. There's like an average air temperature, usually 32 psi. Sometimes a little higher than that. I was always amazed that these new cars will tell you how much air pressure you've got in your tires. <laughs> and it's actually on your tire too. Your psi you need to put in. Well, I'm saying I've got a, a Nissan that, that tells me when the air pressure goes oh, yeah. too low, flashes up on my screen. There's sensors. There's an exp- exclamation point sensor that some people think is a check engine light, and we can check it. No, that's just your tire pressure sensor. Sometimes your tire's low. Sometimes your sensor's gone bad. You got a, another interesting story from? Uh, yes. Uh, one time I went out to a person's car, and they wanted to know why their battery was dead. And it was a brand-new battery. Well, they had no belt on the alternator, and if your alternator doesn't have a belt on it, it can't churn and, and char- recharge the battery. So, And I've had other cases where I have came out and just took the, took the cable off a car where your battery cable is not tight. Your negative and your positive needs to be tight and it needs to be cleaned. And you can clean that with like a, a carbonated beverage, even pour it on right on top of it, and it cleans the acid right off. Well, can I bring my, my battery by and have you test it Right before the winter comes, and yes. to give me an idea of how strong it is, uh, would somebody sh- um, parts shops be willing to clean my terminals while yeah, we they're can doing clean that? Them. Yeah, we clean them when we put when we change your battery out or check them. We can I, do that. One of the most aggravating things in the world to me is you think everything's running great, and you go out to try to start your car, and it doesn't do anything at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I try to get mine uh, twice a year just to have the battery in the checked spring and the make fall. sure it's, yeah. it's doing all the things that I want it to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we get back, we, we did a really neat hike up around Hanging Rock, and I know you've done some beautiful hiking up around Asheville, mm-hmm. and we'd love to have some calls in from some of the places that you'd like to go and hike and take your family, 866-348-7884, uh, We'd love to hear about the places you like to go hike. If you're going to the Dixie Classic Fair, we'd love to hear from you especially if you went yesterday for the opening day. Give us a call back. We'll be back here in just a minute. Try another city, baby, another town. Wherever we want to thank I you for gone. tuning in. We want to remind you that the call-in number is 866-348-7884. And we have a special guest calling in who's going to talk to us a little bit about a car question and a hiking story. Hey, Debbie. Hey, how are you? Wonderful. Thank you for calling in. I understand you know this guy across the table from me. I do. I do. And he has helped me out with my car situation. On many, many occasions. <laughs> he better. <laughs> yes, he better. <laughs> uh, now, the reason I was calling was um, I have a very bad habit of not checking um, the, and I don't know, I can't remember what it's called, Charlie, but where you check the heat of your car to make sure oh, it's not overheating. overheating that little gauge. Oh, you're talking about when you blew yeah. the head gasket on the car. Yeah, when I blew the head gasket <laughs> on the car. 
I have a terrible habit of not checking the the temperature gauge on the car. And, you know, if you if you check it in time and you see the car's overheating, you can pull over and maybe attend to it faster. And uh, so there have been a couple of times when I've just been totally stranded because the car overheated. Had to call Charlie one time. He literally drove four hours to rescue me. So, so but my point is, there is a there is a reason that gauge is there. So please, as you're driving, check it periodically to make sure that the temperature is normal on your engine. And it just is comes on. True, you don't have to wait for it to beep or to flash or to change color. It's just or, when it comes on solid. That huh? little gauge has a C on the left hand side and an H on the right hand side. Oh, okay. Well, if it goes over yeah, halfway, then hot. you probably need to call half, yeah. Jerry uh, mm-hmm. and say, "Why is this yeah. gauge doing this?" <laughs> yeah. You you yeah. like to do some hiking. I understand that you bring Charlie and say, Charlie, it's time to go for a hike. Make sure you bring a snack with you, and um, you, you do waterfalls. <laughs> yes, we love to hike. Uh, we Last year, uh, actually, it was probably last September, end of August, middle of September, we hiked in Brevard and just went to all of the waterfalls that we could possibly see for we I think we were there for what two and a half three days and just hiked and just saw some beautiful beautiful falls and if you live in North Carolina and you've never taken advantage of that I mean the land of the waterfalls near the Brevard area you're missing out and uh and and it's easy hiking it's not I mean you can go easy or you can go a little bit more complicated but um or you can go moderate but uh it's beautiful. Always take a snack and always take water. <laughs> Gatorade. I, I, and, I, and, yeah. I, I was bugging Charlie Gatorade. about hiking with me. We, we just are in the most wonderful spot. We've got Pilot Mountain and we've got Hanging Rock uh, State Park. And Hanging Rock's got just lots of neat trails in it. And I've been pestering Charlie about going hiking for a long time. And we finally set a time and go. And it's the foggiest <laughs> Blessed day I'd ever gone. I mean, if it had been me by myself, I'd have said no. But no, the two people that were going with me said, we got to go. We need to go. We get up there. You could barely see 20 feet. (laughs) We had a great hike, but we didn't get to see a thing. No. But it was um, Hanging Rock. There's some hike trails there that almost nobody go where one in 50 people go on. Um, there's one that's uh-huh. got a, a wonderful tower up on it with just awesome, awesome view. Um, but some of my favorite ones about an hour and a half away, we've got Grayson Highlands in Virginia, right over the state line, uh, close to the highest point in, um, in Virginia and Grayson Highlands is just absolutely gorgeous. There's just a lot of hiking that's up above the tree line. And then we've got Linville uh-huh. Gorge. Linville Gorge has just some some spectacular places to go hike. Now, a lot of folks are familiar with the Blue Ridge Parkway side. Mm-hmm. Where you can hike mm-hmm. down and see the waterfalls, which are just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And there, there's a place on either side of the waterfalls that has some great views. But on the complete other side of Linville Gorge, there's about a seven-mile-long dirt road. And you come out a place mm-hmm. called Table Rock. And everybody in North Carolina should Google Table Rock, um, Linville Gorge, and see the pictures that are there. And a lot of people will go down and they'll hike up to uh, Table Rock. But if you go in the other direction, there's a trail called Short Off the Mountain Trail, which is the backside Mm -hmm. of the parking lot. And I mean, it is mind-blowing. 
I have been up there and hiked and every 15 minutes say, Lord, this is the most wonderful time I've ever spent with you. Look at that view. And then you hike another oh. five, ten minutes, and you just stop and your jaws down. Because you can look off in every direction, and it's like you're in the middle of the wilderness, even though you're in the middle of North Carolina, with almost no no people, no buildings, no, and you're just looking at vistas that are bizarre. Um, and the hiking's not, it's not terribly strenuous. Um, okay, that, that's the thing. I don't want it to be too strenuous, but I want to enjoy the beauty. And I, I need to get all that information from you, Bill. I would like to do that, especially if it's only an hour and a half away. Well, we need to we need to yeah. pack up and all of us go up. Uh, there's another place on the backside of Linville Gorge that's about another 20 minutes away, and it's called um, Over the Mountain Victory Trail. And you've got about mm-hmm. a mile hike up. That's not too bad. And you end up right on the Appalachian Trail. And you head off um, to the north, and you head towards something called Hunt Mountain. And about a third of that mm-hmm. trail is up above the tree line. So you get out there mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere, and you you got vista views that just take your breath away. Uh, but what I like oh about the scales or the, the um, Grayson Highlands is they've got wild horses and wild ponies. And mm-hmm. a lot of times mm-hmm. when I go, they'll have longhorn steer wandering around so you're hiking Mm -hmm. on these trails and you look there's a deer and you look the other way and there's these great big steer walking around and you look the other way there's a group of ponies a lot of times i go up there'll be folds Mm -hmm. just absolutely some of the most memorable that appalachian trail goes through that section too so you can either the the trails on one and about Oh, quarter mile off it is a much prettier view, but uh, there's just a, a whole web of really neat places in there to go hike. Now, where else well, do you like to go hike? Well, one of the most memorable car stories and hiking stories <laughs> that we have had recently was in May. We uh, took a little vacation to uh, Cannon Beach, Oregon, and uh, I don't know if I should just hang up right now and let Charlie tell you this or just keep going Go what, ahead, what do Deb. you think charlie you tell it better than i do <laughs> just keep, keep going. so we uh arrive at the airport in seattle tacoma and we pick up a um 2019 chevy traverse traverse is yep. that right yep that's yeah. right brand brand new it only had like a thousand miles on it or something and we drive uh, for approximately four hours we we cross the border get into oregon and it just dies on us and won't go past 20 miles per hour. And by that time, we're in Astoria, Oregon, which is a very, very small coastal town. And uh, so Charlie's trying to call uh, the uh, the airport or the, the rental company. And I'm trying to call the nearest Chevy dealer. And by then, it's about 15 until 5, and they're getting ready to close on a Saturday. And And we tell the guy what's going on, and he said, you know what? He was so nice. He said, I will stay open until you can get here. And I said, well, we can't get the car to go past 20 miles an hour. Finally, Charlie bumps it and we can do maybe almost 40, but we get there, pull in and the guy hooks it up to the machine and he says, this car is not drivable. It is not safe. And I am grounding it. They need an accelerator pedal sensor. Yeah. Yeah. Accelerator pedal sensor. And so by that time, you know, 
were telling the rental company, we can't drive the car. It's not safe. The uh, mechanic is grounding it. He will not let us get back in it. In the meantime, it is Saturday night. All the businesses are closing. He's like, well, just go to another rental company. Well, that rental company was closed. And so we are stuck in Astoria, Oregon, trying to get 30 miles up the road to Cannon Beach. Uh, no transportation, no nothing. And I turn to a guy and I go, oh, well, that's okay. We'll just call a, you know, um, an Uber or a taxi or something. And he goes, ma'am, this is Podunk, Oregon. We don't have anything like that. And I said, well, we've got to get to our cabin. And um, he said, I will take you. And he was just super, super nice. So it, it's just good to know that there are people all over this nation who look out for one another. Now, I know and you. So I bet there was of, some praying going on in the midst of that. Oh, there was lots and lots <laughs> of praying going on. And, I, you know, and, and so we met some uh, super nice people. Uh, a, a young man drove out of his way. Uh, it was Saturday night, and he drove out of his way because I even said, is it on your way home? And he goes, no, 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 uh, but that's okay. And he got his uh, associate to take us and um, drove out of his way to get us there. Call ahead to the rental company to tell them that we're going to be late. And she's like, it's okay. I can stay here till 7 o'clock. We're good. Uh, until you can get a car, we will take you anywhere you need to go. All you've got to do is call us. Well, i got to tell we you, said, that's oh. we our, our commercial's coming up at us uh, like a freight train. I appreciate you call, okay. and I just love your stories because they're always Christ-filled. Thank you so much. Round, round, get around, I get around, yeah, get around, round, round, I get around, I get around, round, round, I get around, get around, round, Thank you for tuning in. This is the Christian Car Guy Show. This is Bill Mixon filling in for Robbie Dillmore, who's on vacation with his family. The call-in number is 866-348-7884. And Ann has called in, and we thank you so much for calling in. Ann, what did you want to share? Well, this is Ann from Huntersville, and uh, I just love your show because I'm a single woman, and it's such a refreshing thing (laughs) to get as much insight as possible to all these little particulars because I'm so ignorant in terms of cars. But you do learn a bit by bit as you go along, and your show has just been a wealth of information. Uh, And boy, has God been so good to me. You know, um, like I might get my um, oil changed like at AAA or whatever, but then sometimes of these bigger companies, then they want to pile on other things that they want to do for your car that probably don't need doing and that you can't afford anyway. And so it has just been so wonderful to have this this information i know um autozone has been so helpful to me and then places like discount tires and that sort of thing uh just just like one guy actually from AAA, when my battery went dead it wasn't the battery's fault it was some little gizmo in in a box next to it (laughs) and he he worked so hard to find out for hours to find out what the real problem was that kept the lights keeping on you know so you know, God, as I say, has been so helpful, and you guys 
have too. I just wanted to ask you, how do you find a good mechanic like in the Huntersville area? I've never really had one person hmm. I've gone to yet. Well, if you've got a body shop, uh, if you've got a part shop there that you like that's helped you, I would go would drop by them and ask if they have a recommendation because they deal with all the different garages around and they know the ones that are, are better to work with than others. So that would uh-huh. be my first thought. If you don't, uh, do you have your auto insurance with a real person or one of those 800 numbers? No, I do have my auto insurance. Uh, yeah, that's a, uh, So uh, your auto insurance. With, oh, US, USAA, USAA. Oh, they're good. So you've got them with their good 1-800 number place. Um, the best thing to do is to check with your friends. If you've got some friends at church. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I've gone on my Facebook page. And just put a note up, I'm looking for a recommendation for a good whatever, and see what mm-hmm. type of comments yeah. come in. That's not a bad way to do it. Uh, but if if you say that there's a uh, part shop that's been helpful to you close by, then I'd call awesome. them up and yeah. say, you know, I brought my car in there a few months back, and you folks were so helpful. Can you recommend somebody close that's a good shop to, to use? And I'd go with that. <laughs> Well, that's great. <clears throat> I just had to commend you guys because, and in fact, uh, well, you know, I'm part of Christian Car Guy Theater, but Robbie, very kindly, when I went there not too long ago, actually <laughs> changed the bulb in my, my headlight, you know, bless his pea picking heart. But I also want to tell you real quickly about my best hike was 1968 when I was young <laughs> and could <laughs> do this. My dad was Air Force, lived in Japan, and... um I climbed Mount Fuji. Wow. That, you know. <laughs> but, but even all the way back there, God used that climb. And I know you guys can identify with this. He used that climb um, to show me this is your life. And um, all the way up the mountain, the higher you went, the harder it got. And then towards the end of the hike, I mean, uh, well, you know, start at 6 in the morning till uh, really the, the sunrise the next morning. And the last part of the climb, I had contact lenses, took them off, and uh, was climbing by Braille, and the wind was trying to whip me off the mountain, and the, the volcano dust, everything was in your eyes, and, and it was freezing cold, and I was screaming to myself, what am I doing this for? <laughs> but by that end of that climb, uh, uh, sitting on the top of the mountain, sipping hot green tea in the crevasse of a rock, it was like... I was part of the sunrise, and it was like God said, it'll be worth it all at the top. And um, that was such an amazing, symbolic <laughs> climb. But I just had to call and tell you guys, you have just been, I, you know, I tuned in, and, and uh, I thought, oh, this is great, <laughs> all this info, input, input. So thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for calling. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We have another caller. John's on the line. John? Oh, good morning to you. I have a 1998 caravan, uh, grand caravan. I inadvertently let the radiator fluid down far enough that the fan kept on going and it burned out. And... I was wondering if it was easy for me to replace the fan or I'd have to spend $700 to have somebody else 
replace it. Uh, it does depend on what you've got to take off to get that fan off. You talking about the radiator fan assembly? Yes. Yeah. Is there one fan in front of your car or two? One. One? Okay. Well, so it works even when your air conditioner is on and you're at idle, too. What happens is if that fan goes out, your car is not cooling off properly. Did it go past a certain point when you were driving it, like real hot, or is it just like halfway and it, you you didn't drive it anymore? Well, the, well, the needle goes uh, halfway, uh-huh. but I only drive it. Uh, I only drive it for short distances. Oh, okay. Well, unfortunately, you're probably gonna have to change that. You possibly can change just the motor, but in most cases, it's better or actually quicker to just do the whole assembly which is the shroud and the and the and the blade and the motor and everything and it's definitely that and not not a switch then he said it was the whole assembly not kicking on yeah it's, i i took it to a, a shop right a, right the motor's burned out right is this somebody you get a lot of work done with and uh no um uh, I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little gun shy to take it over to the right. place where I bought it. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't want to go to the dealer, especially if that older vehicle. And and, and do uh, you live in Winston Salem? No, in Midwest. Oh, Midwest. Okay, different area of the country. Okay, I would I would like Bill said uh, ask some friends and get you know some advice on who works on different vehicles because here in Winston I have a person that just works on Hondas. You might have a person that just works on Chryslers. Which is like a mom and pop shop, not a not a chain of a chain of shops, which is more expensive, and their labor rate will be much less than going to the dealer or a chain. Well, you know, yeah. you can call a few places. You know what needs to be done, so you can call three or four and explain to them mm-hmm. over the phone what you think needs to be done, and say you want a ballparked price. Well, here's another problem. And now we're got right down to the wire, so we may not have time, but go ahead. My uh, strut housings are rusted out, and the, the uh, strut housings are up on the uh, underside of the uh, framing from the from the windshield. So if I take it in, if I take it in, mm-hmm. like you said, two callers back, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to condemn the car for not being roadworthy. And and uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so on so the front, your loaded struts got the spring and the mount and the whole strut. Uh, if you can find that, AutoZone's pretty reasonably priced on those. Uh, we have the Duralast brand on that. Um, and they should have the radiator fan assembly, which is dormant. But if you can get somebody to do it that just does it on the side, maybe, um, you know, that might be the cheapest route to go. Well, you can ask ask the parts place if they've got a recommendation. Yeah, well, we go, go to your AutoZone, recommend commercial referral. So we appreciate you calling in and we will pray that you get a good solution i hope you have a wonderful weekend well you have a safe tripping yourself thanks for calling thank you well we want to thank everybody that tuned in we'd ask you to pray for the station and pray for robbie i want to lift up to you the forsyth uh jail and prison ministry and we want to lift up to the crisis control I hope you make it to the Dixie Classic Fair if we're in your area. Um, Please keep us in mind in this coming week and have a wonderful time. We hope this coming week's one where you experience Christ. Amen.